Hey everyone, Ryan here from the TIG Show Northern Villa, and as we touch on a little bit in this episode, I currently have a Kickstarter running, so if you go to kickstarter.com and click on the search box and type in The Long Way, it'll be the first project that comes up. It's called The Long Way Home and The Ronin and the Shisa. You can also go to www.super75studios.com, and a link is available right there on the first post. Welcome to another episode of The Illustrious Gentleman, the place where comic book artists and top blokes Scott Garleski and Ryan Cody talk about life, work, comics and booze. Follow the show on Twitter at TIG underscore show and online at www.tigshow.com T-I-G-S-H-O-W dot com Don't forget to let us know what you're drinking while you're listening to the show. Go on yourself, big man. I got a couple notes. Like this episode was great on the the our lineups, our X Men and Justice League lineups. I got a couple messages saying like I love this episode so much. And then last, oh, you know, really? then last week, then last week we did the popular characters. So uh, this week we're gonna bring it all to a screeching halt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess people like it when two comic book artists talk comics. Talk, about, talk comics. Awesome. Yeah, I don't, well, they are in for a treat. They're in for a treat today because. We're going to talk about depression. Uh, yeah, so go Spoilers. to... Uh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it, but I can't quit it. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> go to go to TigShow.com. From there, you can uh, support the show. You can listen to every episode on anchor.fm slash TigShow. Um, buy shirts. Sponsor an episode. Buy us a round. Please, just buy us a round of beer so I don't have to pay for it. Yeah, we're getting to the point where there. we're getting we're getting to the point where I might not be able to afford it. So it's going to be like every week's going to be me drinking water with like like a week old tea bag in there, just sort of like to get a flavor. Like I'm going to start going around collecting like used coffee grounds and used like used tea bags just to have something to drink. I've been using whatever bottle of liquor that's lying around and just mixing it with whatever Kool Aid flavor I have in the fridge. <laughs> There you go. Ooh, you're like an 18-year-old girl. I did uh, um, Sharkleberry Finn and rum <laughs> this past weekend. Oh, oh yeah? yeah. <laughs> How was that? It was Probably good. super sweet. Probably super yeah, sweet. Yeah, it was really like, good. T- yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I posted that I was drinking some of the Evan Williams the other night, and uh, a 21-year-old, 22-year-old nephew of mine chimed in. It's like, you can do better than that. What? And I'm like, kid, you don't know shit. Yeah. 22. Come back when you're 44 or 72. Like Scott better than Um, that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually you can. Obviously. Yeah. But for the price, are you kidding me? I'm I'm not saying you can't do better than that. I'm just saying it's better than it has any right to be for 10 bucks. Uh, it's like, uh, it's like a strip club in the middle of nowhere where all the girls are hot. It has, it's better than any right. It's better than it should be. Sure. It's um Yeah, I mean it's that it's that hole in the wall authentic Mexican place that nobody knows about because it just looks like somebody's right. house. But they make the best fucking enchiladas. Yeah, or like an Asian place. Like everyone's afraid of lard and MSG, but let me tell you, lard and MSG make food taste good. So get up on that shit right. all day. 
Scott, are you drinking today, or are we back? Are we back to our old? No, we... I got work and sinuses and garbage. I'm pussing out again. I'm gonna drink because I don't have a lot of work to do. So this is what I do. Uh, I am gonna have a Sun Up Brewing. Some Sun Up Brewing is from Phoenix. They're on Camelback Road in Phoenix. Uh, I went there once many years ago with our uh, our esteemed uh, intro voice Gary Fitzgerald, and uh, so I, so what I'm drinking today is the White Russian Imperial Coffee Stout. I've had that before on draft. Uh, I'm excited about it. The can art is kind of brightish. It's very modern. It's got pinks and yellows, and it's good. Anyways. Uh, Sun Up Brewing from Phoenix, Arizona. It is an 8.2% Imperial... Oh, wait. It is a 9.3% Imperial Coffee Stout. Uh, that's some bad that's information there. Yeah, 9.3. I can I can get behind that all day. Uh, I have a Beer Advocate review for those of you who gear. And this show is all about caring, so please come with me on this journey. It is from K-Dog Beer Guy. What? <clears throat> that's I didn't he chose that name K Dog Beer Guy. His name I call my son K Dog. My son Kieran, I call him K Dog all the time. Huh? So, so maybe he has a maybe he has a beer advocate account and he's drinking a lot of beer and I don't know about it. Oh, there you go. So what does your son have to say? Look beautiful. Smell roasty. Coffee. Just amazing. Taste priceless. Tastes like a white Russian and a stout had a love child and came out this delicious, miraculous drink. He could have used a comma in there. That's fine. Drinking their baby. Feel. My mouth. They achieved the perfect cream texture. God. Overall, drink this beer. All capitalized. Oh, I was going to ask. Yeah. I mean, he's telling you. I have to now. My son is telling me I have to drink this beer. You got it, K-Dog. Oh, let's see that. Let me see this thing. Looks like a nice color. Yeah, the the head had gone all the way. So for those of you just listening audibly, uh, I have an imperial pint glass. I poured a can into it. The head was almost all the way to the top. Hmm. So it had a good, just like I like my head, it was a good like four ounce head. But now you have less head. But now I have less head. All right, smells smells like uh, vanilla coffee. Oh. Mm. Whew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so today's going to be all about uh, setting up your LinkedIn account. We're going to walk you through how to set up a LinkedIn <laughs> account. Uh, it's going to be all about uh it's going to be all about uh, work yeah, and please add us. And, yeah, and looking for work. So tired think, of those fucking emails. I think I deleted my LinkedIn account. I actually needed to go. I didn't need to, but I tried to go there the other day, and I it wanted me to log in, which means I probably deleted it. Um, it's not important. But one thing that is, is germane to the conversation, I think that's the correct phrase to use, mm. is the other the other day I was listening to NPR, driving my kid to school, driving K-Dog Beer Guy to school, and uh, some study came out, which makes sense, but I had never linked the two, about uh, anger and like short fuse anger, essentially mm-hmm. being linked to depression, being linked to de- depression. Um, hmm. So I'm always quick to uh, 
to blow my fuse and start yelling at kids. Oh. See, I'm uh, not that. I don't have that. I've I've actually seen you. We've done this. We've still been talking. We haven't been recording, but we have been talking when your kids get home from school and you are the sweetest, like most, uh, you're very present and you're very sort of uh, relaxed around your kids. I am the opposite. Uh, but I would say give it another 12 years and see if you can keep that fucking composure. Oh yeah. Bro. I mean, yeah, I, I've never had that quick temper. I've never had that short fuse. I have a long fuse. Yeah. Mm, see, you chose fatherhood. I was born it's, into this. No, my, yeah, yeah my fuse is just <sighs> Not me. Do, do you think it has anything to do with, uh, think it has to do with being short. Like does Napoleon complex breed anger? Like quick to anger. You're going to have to tell me. I don't know. I think so. I always feel like I'm being disrespected at all times. Huh. So I think it comes from that. Um, but so I heard this in NPR thing about the study about uh, depression being leading to quick fuse, anger uh-huh. and stuff like that. I can see that. And I never really put, I never put three and three together, but uh, I thought it was just stress. That would, that, I was always stressed. I'm always stressed. That's why I'm always like ready to. To, to yell at somebody or whatever, but I, it might be the depression. It might be the anxiety. So stupid me just kind of realized that all three are linked together. Probably is the depression, anxiety, and anger. So are we going to explore this today? Uh, not really, but it, it sort of is germane to the topic. You can't uh, use it twice. <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, so, uh, and then I was going to say like, just like the Hulk, I'm always angry, but um, yeah. that's, that's my favorite line from any of the Marvel movies ever. Uh, Spoiler alert. I don't know. I don't know. So I, I'm in a I'm in a funk, but I guess my question my question my my uh, what I'm trying to figure out is would I if everything was going well if I had a bunch of work lined up and I had a, a money coming in and a steady stream of income would I be depressed? And the answer I don't think is no. So I don't think I'm necessarily clinically depressed. I think I'm uh, financially depressed, as oh. many of us are. That's situational, um, circumstantial. Yes, because when my bank account is full and I can do whatever I want without having to worry about it, I am not usually in a bad mood. Sure. I mean, <clears throat> certainly there's a link between stress and depression, anxiety, garbage. But eh, I don't know. I'm always just kind of yeah. meh, just kind of down. That's, I, that's actually, I think my... Depression keeps me from being quick to anger, because you just can't be bothered just, with I'm anything. Just apathetic, yeah. It's just like yeah. Like, what, whatever. It it takes too much to get upset. I don't have that kind of energy. Yeah. See, I'm not the. I'm not the. Uh, I'm not the lay in bed kind of. I'm not the like lay in bed and just be down in the dumps type of type of depressed. I am always on edge kind of depressed like just waiting for something to piss me off or conversely something to make me happy uh i don't think social media helps i think i look at social media as a way to you know if something if i get a good note like like good stuff happened last week for me i got it i I think i nailed down two or three shows that should be fun so that's exciting to me but then i immediately was like oh now i gotta figure out how to pay to travel to those shows and now i gotta I still don't have any new work coming in, but I'm still going to do these shows and that's cool. So it's, it's a weird, uh, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, obviously. If I was, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Well, I am. Um, yeah. 
Well, thank you then for this. Uh, so I guess today's topic is uh, kind of, uh, I guess I wrote uh, job search with an exclamation point. I don't know why I put an exclamation point on there. It's not, <laughs> it's not it like fun. That, it's not fun. Job search. It's not fun. Although it's all lowercase. Oh, it is not fun. Anything. So it's, it's job search. Job. No, that's a question. That's mark. a question. Job mark. search. Job search. What's it sound like if you put a colon at the end of it? Job search. Job search. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah. Whenever I have to read an ellipsis, I just go. That's how I read ellipsis. Oh, ellipsize, ellipsize, ellipses, ellipses. Um, so looking at my notes, I have two categories: looking for day jobs and looking for comic jobs. And in both of them, I spelled looking wrong. Do you? I always type a G N before an N G at the end of any word that ends in ing. Really? Yes, I, every I, single time. I, if you told me you spelled looking wrong, I would have guessed you put two K's instead of two O's. No, it's supposed to have two O's. Yeah. Right. No, anything that ends... Like, I know how to spell look. Huh. It's it's the I-N-G part, and I know how to spell it, but when I type it, every single time, it's G-N. Every That's single weird. time. In, you, in, in emails, it's... You know what I probably, do when, I, when I'm typing something out, and when I'm typing it's... And uh-huh. the word, if the word before it ends in a T, I transfer the T to its every time. Yeah. I thin tits. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thin tits. We should go to the bar. Yeah. Every yeah. time. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Tits is a great word. It really rolls off the tongue. I guess we'll never know. It's like whenever I type ick and the word before it ends in a D. Yeah. <laughs> I'm f- feeling, I'm, I'm feeling dick. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do something there, but it, it's not good. No, the it's joke was that n- that never happens. And I just like to type the word dick. No, I got it. I got it. And then I try to turn it into feeling dick. I'm having a hard time keeping my levels up. My mic is being a dick. I'm sorry. Well, my mic like is you being. Said, you are over forty. My mic is being an ick. Um, all right, so let's start with uh, let's start with uh, looking for comic jobs because this is ideally the profession we've chosen, yeah. for lack of a better word. At, at one point in our lives, this was our dream job, and I don't know if it still is or <laughs> not. So but at at one that. point, at one point, we pursued this as. This is going to make me, this is going to be the end all be all. This will solve everything. Yes. Like this will, this will, this will be what I want it to be. Um, so I'm in the process of looking for comic jobs. Um, what's, what's your advice on that? Scott, what, what do oh, we do? Boy. Cause I, I have, I have certain sites and I can talk about that, but I mean, how do you, I, I, the advice I am going to give you is antithetical to what I do myself. Ooh, big um, word. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, be, get on social media. Get out there. Yeah. Make yourself seen. Yeah. Yep. Be uh, this is. I agree that that is. Didn't we do a panel at Phoenix Comic Con one year where we? This is the advice we gave people. It sounds like something. Networking through social media. Yes, I think it was. Uh, I agree. So, yeah. (laughs) 
you probably i probably was just like come on dude like i was probably like a kid like tugging at your yeah, shirt like come you on probably just needed a fourth person and i was there <laughs> yeah there weren't enough beards on the panel it was like shannon had one but then it was me and cena and we didn't so like let's get another dude who has a beard uh, i remember being on a panel once just because um kevin eastman was also on it i just wanted to meet kevin eastman <laughs> That's the only thing I said during the panel. They asked me something. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just here to hang out with Kevin Eastman. I wore a tie and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's that's going to come up in the conversation later, too. But, uh, yeah, so I'm on social media. I'm on all the social medias, although I guess there's stuff that the kids use that I don't. So I guess I'm on the social media that all 40-year-olds are on. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm sure there's many more. I still have not figured out how to properly use Twitch in a way that benefits me. Um, Isn't there some new one? Um, th- there's always a new one. Gosh, I don't remember the name of it now. Is it? Oh no, it's TikTok, right? That's video thing though, like YouTube. No, never heard of it. You're so old. That must be why I'm not drawing like DC books because I've never heard of TikTok. It's not because I lack talent. Uh, so. I have the social media I put out on social media looking for work and I <laughs> yeah, appreciate the problem is that's embarrassing that everyone that now knows that everyone now knows that you're desperately needing work. Uh, the other thing about like social media when you do that is it's like an echo chamber. So the same like four people will retweet or will share my posts but they're just sharing them to the same people they shared them to like three days earlier. And while I appreciate that, it's not really, I don't think, I th- I think there's people out there that would be willing to hire me, but they're not seeing the post that I'm looking for work or, you know, editors and creators and publishers, they have a list, they have a, they have a list of dudes they want to work with. And if you're not on that list, you got to come across their feed at the exact perfect moment. Yeah, that's. And you got to trigger something like with me, it would have to be like, oh, we need a guy who could draw like a noirish 40s monster comic. And then they would have to see a Twitter post from me that second and be like, oh, yeah, he did that DACA known book. We all like that. Let's reach out to him. Unless those circumstances, you know, meet, I'm fucked. I'm not going to speak for everybody. So I, I do that on social media. Um and then I have like three or four websites that I look at, but those have all become basically sites where other people post that they're looking for work. So uh, not only am I competing with a bunch of variously talented, talented people, some not and some very, uh, I'm also competing with global page rates. People, if someone wanted to hire me for, I had someone who was interested in hiring me for a book and then they're like, well, all I can pay is this amount in their local currency. And it translates to something I couldn't, do you know i I just couldn't do it for that rate if if people aren't finding me on social media which i guess is what i that would be the dream right is that people just see on social media i'm looking for work and they offer me work sometimes that happens uh it has not happened this this newest time or this newest uh round of looking for work so then the other option is to go looking for jobs but all those job websites that are like message boards are now just filled with 
they're just filled with dudes who charge less than me and can do the work for cheaper than me and are sometimes better than me and sometimes not better than me but they're they're useless and they're it's like a it's like a desert out there of people willing to pay it's mostly people looking for work um so i don't know where to go from there i mean i you know I've, I've sent out, I've sent out portfolios to editors. I've, you know, some of them respond, some of them don't. I've, you know, I've looked for jobs. I, I don't know what else to do as far as how to get a comic job. Normally you use your networking skills. You let people know you need work and somehow work falls into your lap, but uh, it's not happening this time. Yeah, it's, oh God. it used to be that anything I got was as a direct result of being on DeviantArt, which I haven't updated in like three years. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah I, I I don't know. I, I guess that would still be my advice to youngsters is to be on those kind of sites. Is that still a thing? Is, is DeviantArt I'm, alive? Yeah, I'm on there. Nothing ever I only go there like I mean, once a week and it's nothing important. Okay. I, f- I feel like there was something else well, you mentioned. Oh, God. There's a thing called, sorry, I'm, I'm really like kind of trying to look like I'm from Seattle now. Uh, there is this. Yeah. You're millennial, millennialing it up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I am a young man. Um, there's a site called uh, Art Station. I think that's what it's called. Uh, I'm on there and they send me updates like every day about new jobs because people post jobs on there too. But it's always, yeah. it's always like video game design jobs that I don't have any experience in. And I think maybe it still pays dividends to be on a site like that. Um, or, or I suppose to be anywhere the pros are and to interact. Um, yeah. I don't, it, at, at some point, mm-hmm whether it's intentional or by mistake or they're bored or whatever, you know, there, if you interact enough, your stuff is going to be seen by them. Yeah. But Um, there's not really, so there used to be like the uh, drawing board message board. There used to be uh, Warren Ellis's engine message board. They don't really have those anymore. Like, I don't know of any, I mean, there might be like hidden ones that, you know, people are keeping from me. But I don't know of any well-known message boards or pro-only groups that are, are like that. So, I, I think maybe a bit of it is doing work, too. Um, it's doing that that uh, that lower-level stuff. You know, even if it's a, a webcomic on Comixology or whatever, or um, I, I guess, I don't know. You know, um, a, a creator-owned book, that image, or yeah, um, you know, because I mean, there are there are eyeballs watching that stuff. Yeah, and, and that's um, my yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, I was gonna say yeah. The, the, there are so many editors and associate editors, and um, just people sort of, you know. Yeah, I I don't want to say loosely affiliated, but yeah, with um, books and companies and publishers that it I don't know I almost feel like it's something equivalent to like scouts at college games, um, 
they're always looking for people because you know you, you you work long enough or um i don't i don't know how many people price out of jobs um but i feel like that might be a thing um also they're kind of just looking for new uh, just different uh voices um it, that's not just writing that's also art voices and shit um and you know chances are you're cheaper than the guy drawn you know, whatever, Teen Titans right now. Yeah, but I'm not as cheap as the guy that can do, like, a book for, like, a, you know, a smaller publisher that's might might be a known publisher, but they can only afford a certain page rate. I mean, there's... I'm willing to take less than my page rate. It's not like I'm sticking to my best page rate I've ever got and I'm turning down everything else. I am, I am willing to drop my page rate, but it has to be livable. I mean, I can't... Sure. I can't work 12 hours a day and make minimum wage, you know, or less than right, min- right, less right. than minimum wage. Uh, but yeah, and then the thought you had of just doing doing the work or whatever. I mean, that's part of my problem too is I'm so obsessed with the money that's not coming in that I can't I have no energy to direct towards. I mean, I have two pitches that are in the pipeline that I should be working on to pitch to Comicsology cuz they pay they have a page rate or to pitch to other companies. And I have writers who 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 want to work on those with me, and they're excited about them, and I'm excited about them. But it's just, it's hard for me to get working every day when every thought that races through my mind is, I gotta pay bills, my kids. Isn't that know. terrible? Um, like, it, I remember. I mean, okay, I, I I was gonna say I remember I did, but I'm still this way. I I am this way. It's like, oh God, money and. I can't believe, you know, my, the checking account is overdrawn and how the fuck am I going to eat this week? Well, you could just fucking work and get paid, but I'm, I'm just so stressed out and depressed that I can't work to get paid because I'm stressed out about money. Yeah. See, I'm the, I'm the other way. I'm the other way, but had I, had I focused on one of these pitches a month and a half ago when I said I was going to do it then maybe by now I would have had an answer and maybe I could look forward oh, I could sure. look forward and say, well, at least if I work on this now, I'll get paid for it in two or three months. Whereas now I have nothing, you know, but it's just so hard to, I mean, I have so much that I, I have so much work to do that is not a page rate or money coming in that I have a hard time just getting down to do it because I'm constantly yes. wor- looking for work to get paid to do. Yes. Yes. It is. It's a, uh, it's insane. It's, it's a cycle because I'm excited about these two pitches. I'm excited about this Kickstarter. I want to do and stuff like that, but none of that is going to give me money on Friday. None of that is going to put right. money in my bank account when my kid wants money for, to take his girlfriend out for Valentine's day, or he wants, he needs new pants or new shoes or whatever. None of that, solves the immediate problem yeah yeah you 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 can't play the long game if you can't survive the short right right so that's the kind of rut i'm in and it's just like every day i wake up and i think oh this this will be the day like this will be the day that i'll get that email or that that edit that's a good that editor who saw my portfolio a month ago and told me he would keep his eyes open which believe it or not whatever maybe they'll finally come through with something or you know but it's just i don't know and and it really is it's just 
I'm not good enough for jobs just to come to me. I'm not good enough. Like there are comic creators and they don't have to be like huge names who have work lined up for a year or two years. <clears throat> I'm not that guy. And I, I got, Boy, nice. I got spoiled cause I actually did go like a year and a half without having to look for work. And that spoiled me, but it's, 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 it's a grind. And I don't know, <coughs> I don't know how much longer I can keep grinding at my age and, and at my uh, motivation level. That's another thing is, it's hard to get motivated if you're not getting paid to work on it. Oh yeah, well, it, it, it's physics. You can't grind without wearing something down. That's right. And it, all I'm wearing down right now is my soul. So yeah, it's 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 tough, and that's where I've been. And it, it the more it goes on, the tougher it gets. Because at some point, at some point, I got to get the day job, right? At some point, I got to get the day job, and then you got to. Do you look at? Do I look yeah. at that as failure? I look at it as failure, but it's not like <sighs> supporting your family should never be looked at as failure. No, it, that's a mixed bag, though, right? I mean, it, you, you honestly, it's fine. You can look at that as maybe not failure, maybe disappointing. Yeah, you know. Um, but like you said, you. you there's no shame in doing what you need to do. Right. Um, you know, whether that's fucking working at PetSmart or Yeah. Well you know, standing on the corner. Yeah, so to that end, last week I put together my first resume in a decade. <gasps> yeah. And um I've realized talked about resume tips. Yeah, and I've <laughs> buzzwords. Just just the tips. And what I've realized is if, if you like, you know, how like on every resume is full of bullshit and every interview is full of bullshit. I can go in and I can be like, I ran a business. I've done marketing. I've done uh, production. I've done scheduling. I've done event programming. I've done event organization. Like if you say all those things, then the resume sounds good. But I've also I'm also not a traditional graphic designer, although I can do graphic design. I've also been off the the workplace. I haven't had a real like a nine to five W2 job in 12. Well, my last real job I had, yeah. even my last real job I had, I was a independent contractor. So since my son was born. So for 15 years, I have not had a job where I've gotten a W2. So I've been self-employed for 15 years. Now at 43, I'm looking to get entry level graphic design jobs and you know, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's it's like uh, I would think uh, a um, a company would be more likely to hire that person, right? You would think, but then there's also the mentality of like overqualified. Is this guy who's run his own business for 15 years? Does he want to come in and listen to Bob tell him to do this and this and this? And the answer is that might be a fucking vacation, like the stress relief of just doing what other people tell me to do. Right. Could yeah. be heaven. But so I'm there like uh I've done all this stuff but obviously I can say that I've run my own business and I've handled all the books and all the uh, everything that goes with running a business. But I am looking for a job so they're going to be like, "Well, how well did he run this business if he's 43 and he's looking Well, and also, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the, that that sort of 
self description is disingenuous. Yeah, it's like the it's like the the housewife or the house husband who's like, "Well, I'm a private cook. I'm a pri- I was thinking I'm a, that. I'm a chef. I I do housework. I I'm a chauffeur. Pay me for all, all this. Right. Yeah. All um, right. I do all that as well. I also cook and I chauffeur and I clean. Yeah, just slow your roll there, Bob. Yeah. So it's just it's 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 weird writing cover letters. It's weird like I mean, uh, you, men- you mentioned oh, earlier about like cover putting- letters. They got a leg up on me. <laughs> you mentioned earlier about like uh, you mentioned like a tie. Last time I wore a tie was my wedding, so that was like six <laughs> years ago, almost almost six years ago. And prior to that, the last time I wore a tie was my first wedding. So in the last uh, twenty years, I've worn a tie on two occasions. So yeah, yeah, I. I, I- this is yeah i don't know i i've been on three job interviews in the last few weeks uh and yeah it's it's eh. i was gonna use the word sucks but (laughs) yeah they suck yeah Um, it's yeah i i I would rather do this i i hope i'm lucky enough to and uh, you know what then luck is only half of it the other half is being good at it and keeping yourself here. Yeah, but even that, like my Twitter feed is full of dudes who have twenty years experience and have done books for the big two putting out on Twitter that they're looking for work. Like that does nothing to ease my anxiety. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just a thing that'll happen to everybody forever. It's fantastic. Yeah. You know, working month to month is awesome. Yeah. I mean I I have so much stuff planned this year that I want to do. And my bank account is like, nah. And I'm like, I'm like, Hey man, (laughs) fuck you. I'll figure it out. And then it's like, nah, you know, it's giving me like the wavy hand and the side eye. And I'm like, fuck you, bro. I'll figure it out. Uh, that's, that's been the last like three months for me. It's been tough. Uh, not that I, not that this is about depression. This is about looking for work. I mean, obviously I could go fucking get a job tomorrow if I was willing to do certain jobs. I mean, that's the other thing. Like at what, at what point do I start working at McDonald's because it's that bad at any point? Or do I just, I, cause I can't, you got to weigh things. I, can't, I, I mean, can't get unemployment. I have no unemployment benefits. I can't do that. Yeah. It, yeah. You, you have to weigh those things. Right. So, like a couple of the jobs that I've interviewed for the last little bit have both been part-time jobs and they'll both be hours when somebody would need to be home with my kids. So what do I do? Do I take that part-time job and then use 75% of that to pay for childcare? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Right. Um, yeah, fuck. It, I don't know. It's so what do you do? So what do you do? I mean, I, I, I could stay home and not spend that money and just scrape together, you know, whatever I can find on the Internet. You know, I could take the $75 a page right. thing because it, at least it would be 100% profit on my end. Yeah, I, it's just not enough for anything. I just I literally just on uh, freelanced dot com, which is. Uh, it's it's one of the better sites out there, but it's they're all garbage. But it might be one of the better ones. Uh, I just applied for a gig that is half of my last page rate. I so what is that? Fifty percent page rate reduction just to try to get work. 
And there's going to be 70 people that apply to that gig. You know, it's so it's it's I don't know, man. It's 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 tough. It's 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 hard. I mean, it's it's bizarre. Uh, I don't have I mean, it's not like I'm going to go homeless. I do have a wife who has a real job and shit like that. But we're not we're a dual income family. We're not a single income family. Um, so it's not like I'm going to be homeless on, you know, March 1st, but shit's getting dire, you know, my kid, my kid. No, I know. I, yeah, I hear you. It's, um, so I don't even know. I don't guess I don't even know what the point of this episode is, is other for me to vent and drink a, yeah, nine, we're just going to complain, drink a 9% beer and feel shitty. But I guess it's the, the, one of the things that bother, bothers me about the comic book industry is everyone thinks it's fucking rainbows and unicorns and it's the exact opposite. Well, who thinks this? Who? People who want to work in comics. People who don't but want to. I suppose. Well, yeah, okay. Or, yeah, maybe even, like, just people. Yeah, they think right? it's, oh, I mean, you get to stay at home. That's what I hear when people find out what I do. Like, oh, you get to work from home and make your own schedule. You get to be creative well, yeah. for a living. Yeah, now comics now are... Right. The Marvel movies. Yeah, they're like, oh, I can't believe you get to draw Iron Man. Like, no. I mean, I could draw Iron Man. Do you want to pay me to draw you an Iron Man? Because that's... Yeah, I don't get paid like Chris Pratt. Right. You know. Yeah. But it's always somebody who says shit like, uh, oh, you you don't have to listen to the man. You do whatever you... look like him. (laughs) You do whatever you want. That's a stretch. You do whatever you want. You get, you know, you're so lucky... And meanwhile, I'm like, oh, you get a paycheck every two weeks. You get benefits. You get paid vacation. You're paying into a 401k or you're paying into a retirement system. Uh, it's, I mean, my retirement system was comics, and the, I haven't had any big comic money since the very first one I did. So it's, I'm not doing it right. Like, I'm not selling options and banking that money and banking those IPs. And there's going to be people who say, like, well, you're not creating original content you're not creating characters that have ips i can't do that unless i'm getting paid to pay my bills like i can't right like the dream of just creating whatever you want and then selling that and doing that comic that's great if you have a six or nine month head start on bills to where you can spend that time doing that work to recoup the money at the end yeah those people are even they're fewer in number than people that can actually make a living just drawing comics, just work for higher stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't like the idea of like, whenever I like, there's always people who, when they're like, Oh, so-and-so's looking for work again. Maybe they should just do their own book. Oh, that's, that's, Oh yeah. That's fucking great advice. Yeah. Let's just do that. Let's just, I mean, and I, like I said, I could be doing that. I mean, shit, I could have done a whole issue of a comic. Then in the, in the in the month and a half I've been looking for work, obviously you know I'm not working I'm not working eight hours a day I'm stressing out twenty three hours a day and looking for work one hour a day, but yeah I could have done that sure but I I it's I don't know I don't want to be the asshole who's like uh I don't believe in art as like a as something super special or creativity is something only a few people have but I do have I do have to have some sort of I cannot get motivated when I am constantly stressed out and Oh, it's hard. Yeah. <clears throat> it's um I am constantly I'm constantly obsessed with what is gonna happen when. That is like my mentality of all of the last like th- three months. 
what's going to happen then? Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, I, I would, I tell my therapist this, that the same place the, that controls like the creative process, that, that, that part of your brain or whatever is also the emotional part of your brain because that's what art is, is an expression, um, nerds. <laughs> and so if you, if that's working on other things, if that's, if there's stress yeah. and depression and just all of these other things occupying that space then yeah it's the same muscle you can't use it to do anything right else. it's as if um it's as if you're on a flight and you really got to take a shit and the bathroom bathroom is occupied your shit is uh creating your your own self-published work that might be great and the person in the bathroom is your stress about current work so you're gonna shit your pants literally literally yeah. Yeah, I think that was a great analogy. And I talked about poop, and analogy has butt in it, anal. So, uh, see what I'm doing? Anal G. Yeah. Oh, why isn't there a rapper called Anal G? Huh? That could be you. <laughs> my, yeah, I, maybe I could start doing nerdcore like uh, white rap. I mean, I already looked the part. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I just got to get Beats headphones instead of my little earbuds i gotta get the big outside headphones start beatboxing those are expensive though. <laughs> like i'm beatboxing wow yeah. that's bad ha 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 like that like a fat <laughs> <laughs> the best part is the best part is i i have no energy to even edit these so all i'm gonna do is edit the long pauses yeah which is just the sound of you could do sound of depression harry potter hip-hop oh yeah i could do how do you rap Hermione? Hermione with Miney? Hermione with Timey? Hermione. Heine. Heine. Oh, wait. That's People say Heine, right? Yeah, but that's that's, that's got to be that's got to be like a say. that's got to be like a book 7 when she's pushing 18. I can't just rhyme 11 year old. <laughs> can't rhyme 11 year old Heine with Hermione when she's a freshman. Tiny. Tiny. Her, tiny. Tiny Hermione. And her big gap tooth. Send us your Harry Potter hip hop. Uh, all right. Well, here's a question for you. And it's something I've thought about. We'll lead the show with it. If I got another job that paid me. And, and when I say as good as comics, I'm going to use the, I'm going to use, for example, the best year I've ever had in comics, which ironically was probably last year. That's how this shit goes. Last year is probably my best year ever. If, if, if I got a day job and it was stress-free and I made more money than I made in comics, do I still have the energy to make comics? Do I love comics enough to still do comics mm-hmm. on the side? Mm-hmm. My answer used to be yes. It used to be compulsory. Like it was this thing. When I had a day job, it, it was like, it's just in me, man. Yeah. Like dork. It's just something I have to do. Right. You know, got it. I got to um, tell these stories, bro. Yeah. I'm a story. I just got to get it out. Yeah. You know, if I don't, I'll fucking explode. That's right. <laughs> but um, but now the I don't know. Yeah, I, now the idea of going I, home and watching like CSI sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Drinking a beer. I don't know. I I think I think I would channel that sort of. I it, I don't even know what to call it. May, maybe that compulsion to to make something into into different areas. Yeah, like jerking off or something like that. Yeah, I'd make a mess. Yeah. 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 
I, I yeah, I, I ideally like I I would put it into like you know carpentry or woodworking or something or I I, I don't know I would this podcast. maybe I would bake yeah or, maybe you yeah it's definitely not the show yeah no you could like prepare for the podcast or something maybe um but uh, no I I can I can see not doing this anymore well. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I've mentioned it in the last uh, show or two, but this Kickstarter I might do is just another example of me. I do want to tell stories. I don't know if drawing comics is the way to do that for me. I don't, sure. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, I know I, I would do it. I'm just not ways, good. So. At, I don't think I'm good enough. I think I may, Oh, this is terrible because if editors and publishers ever do listen to this, I think I am an adequate storyteller. I don't think I'm an exceptional story. Uh, no, sorry. Back up. I think I am an exceptional storyteller. I think I'm an adequate comic book artist. I think I can tell your story mm. very well. Can I tell it as exciting as, uh, you know, as like a Stephen Green or a James Heron or a Mignola? No, I can't tell it as exciting as that. But I think I can tell a clear story very well. And I think those are the, the those are the artists. People like me are the ones who are getting. We're not flashy enough. We're losing it. We're not super indie. We're not super flashy, and we're not um, we're not Stuart Immonen. So, w- I think I can tell a story. I don't know if telling stories in comics can sustain me. So please join my new podcast where Ryan Cody tells stories <laughs> about fairies and dwarves. Uh, yeah. So I I do feel no, I, I think I'm in the same. Yeah, so I do feel a compulsion to tell stories and to. I like listening to stories. I like listening to podcasts that tell stories. I like hearing story, interesting stories. Don't get me wrong. Can't be boring as garbage, uh, yeah. but I, I like the idea of storytelling. I like, I like being part. I like going along with an experience. I like giving, I like, I like that journey. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's comics for me. Your dog hates me already. Luckily he's not hiring me. Maybe he is. It's just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the whole thing. This whole episode is me crying because I can't get work in comics. It's hard, man. Yeah, it sucks, um, especially when you don't do anything. Like I don't, I, I don't pursue work. See, that's your problem. Like shit, just falls. See, to me. that's your problem. If you were pursuing work, I think you would have work lined up. I don't think so. Oh Jesus! Yeah, thanks for listening to this show where I just cried about Ugh. I just cried about work. Is that what I did for an hour? Yeah, this was a good one. Yeah, me being a bitch. Uh, basically, you're drawing a. I mean, you're 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 crying about it like a bitch, but you're drawing Super Sons with Jonah Hex. Is that a spoiler? Can I say that? I think you can say that. Sure. Jonah Hex, right up your alley, by the way. I'm sure it's been solicited. Oh yeah. Cause Maybe because you're probably late on it, so it probably has been solicited. Solic- sol- Why did I just just now you just s- associated you- the word "solicit" with prostitute? Well, you're yeah, uh, just now as comic book artists, we whore ourselves out, and the books get solicited. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I I've never gotten a book that I didn't get by not standing on the street corner. That's right. That's right. With your mouth open and a paper a, a cardboard sign underneath we'll we'll draw <laughs> comics and then uh, arrow towards your mouth which makes no sense because it's yeah that's i mean whenever people ask me what i do i say well i do hand jobs that's right i work so i just draw i day. work with my hands all day that's right that's right i have a hand job that's right yeah. my forearm muscles are well developed 
because I just work with my hands in a very intimate and emotional way. I'm told I have nice forearms. I tell stories with my right arm. That's how I make my living. Sometimes if my kids bump me in the hallway, because that's what they do because they're trying to show their alpha male status and I'm and I'm trying and I'm trying not to murder them at the same point because I'm full of rage and according to Dan Panosian I'm approaching peak man strength so I'm almost ready to murder anybody at, at any given time so whenever my kids like shove that nerd in a locker yeah so whenever these fucking dorks that I live with like shoulder check me in the hallway the first thing I say is you're about to go through the floor and then the second thing I say is be careful with the money maker and then I point at the right arm uh <laughs> That statement is losing its value, obviously. <laughs> it's making yeah. less and, it's making less and less. You ever money. think about insuring your hand? I've thought about I've actually no, I've not thought about that, but I have thought about if something happens and I break my right arm, that's yeah. three months I cannot make a living. Unless mm. I did start doing hand, lefty hand jobs on the corner. But I have thought about that. I mean, comic book artists, there should be, maybe that should, maybe that's my next business, ensuring the drawing hand of comic book artists and I'm sure you, I'm sure you can and their it. eyes, eyes and your drawing hand are what are necessary to draw comics. Yeah. Aflac or yeah. something. Aflac. Uh, that's a good point. Look, let's just be positive, man. Um, now I think about the guy. From uh, of mice and men, who keeps his hand in the glove full of Vaseline. Uh, Vaseline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's you know, sh- so he can just jerk off anytime. Well, he it's wants. for his lady, and his lady is his own penis because obviously, right? From what I know, from what little I know about women, they like a little rough hand because that implies hard work. That implies, you know, they don't mind the rough. You're a provider. They don't mind the rough hand, right? You're an earner. Right. The, the soft yeah. hand is a little Victorian, a little uh, Elizabethan. Let's. Uh, you're not working hard enough. If your hand has no calluses and no rough spots, you probably draw comics for a living. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a nice big callus on my finger here. <laughs> yeah. It's because you hold your pen like a dork. <laughs> Does nobody else do this? Do you not have one? I well. No, I don't have any calluses from working digitally. Really? Well, are you on my right ring finger? Yeah, I've got one on the on the top knuckle. Wait, let me grab a pen. This is fascinating for our listeners. My ring finger doesn't even touch my pen. How do you hold your pen? Let's do this. Okay. See, I hold mine like this. Wait, what? Hang on, let me try that. Where's your f- Oh, so it's like an instrument. So I I'm resting it on the on the so you finger. have your index and your... I grip it like a motherfucker. Your index and your middle are both resting on your pin. They're both on top. Yeah. Is that normal? Am I abnormal? Are you normal? So so I have a... Uh, on my stylus here, I have one pen for each click. One finger for each click. Or one finger for each click on the pen. Yeah, but, I mean, I rested on the, the ring finger. And I got this I've, big, nasty fucking... I've never seen there. that in my life. I... I've never, I don't use my, I noticed somebody else the other day who held a pen the same way. And I was like, Oh, is this how you wrote in? They're out there. Is this how you wrote in school too? Like you grew up writing? Like yeah. That? I remember people giving me shit, like seeing that I hold is that, a pencil. Is that like the way this. Larson does it? Are you, are you a Larson? Devotee? He, he, he does this sort of thing. He actually holds it. Oh, like, I don't know. <clears throat> like you, what a finger food or something. 
you're a weirdo. I'm not. Okay. So we're just we're yeah. just one. We're, I guess that's we're one finger it. off. That's the story of this podcast. Yeah. You and I are just one finger off. Just one. From full, from full happiness, we're one finger off. I go three uh, fingers. You only I only two. go two, but I I utilize the thumb heavily. Okay. All right. Maybe that's too it's, much. Maybe I'm, mine's too much. It could be. I don't. I'm not the person to ask. Um, okay. So uh, check out uh, super75studios.com. Support my Kickstarter. I assume it's running when this is up. If not, still check it out and still support it. Uh, Scott, uh, you're drinking coffee, so who gives a shit about your recommendation? Oh, yeah. F- fucking quitter. Um, I don't even know where my can went. There it is. Uh, Sun Up Brewing. I got to admit, I don't love their logo. Look at their logo. It's it's like a sun rising with the. I don't love it. It looks like a lemon. Looks like a lemon wedge. Oh yeah, I can yeah, see that. So I don't love that logo. Um, but I do love the White Russian Imperial Coffee Stout, and I highly recommend anyone in Arizona go pick this up. Uh, it is fucking tasty. It is like a vanilla coffee bean. It's like a ten percent vanilla coffee. That sounds delicious. I'm glad I have one in my fridge. So, yeah, I, I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to go all the way and give it a four. It's exciting stuff. Uh, anything else, M- Mon Frere? No. No. Mi amigo. I don't know any other languages. <laughs> no. I feel like I know four more than you. Uh, <laughs> so follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TIG underscore show. All the past episodes. If you just go to TigShow.com, I have a link to every app. So if whatever fucking app you use, you can listen to all the episodes. But if you listen to them on Anchor, we get paid. So, Wow. Do that. I really don't give a shit. Do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll talk to you next week. And hopefully we'll have another, we'll have a better, less depressing topic next week. Yeah, sure. No promises. Maybe it'll though. be worse. Maybe next week will be the whiskey episode where we're just trying not to see if the mic picks up the tears like how good is the mic is it gonna pick up my sobbing or next week we'll discuss exit strategies for everything like oh yeah we'll make a like a like a go bag (laughs) like if if we just gotta bounce we have a go bag for the family we have a personal go bag how to correctly tie a noose (laughs) Right. For for cats and for humans. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm about ready to kill these cats. What height chair you need? Well, it's different because we're different height. I'm going to pull a... Yeah, if I ever cool. had to pull it, I would pull a... Uh, I'd pull a... I'll pull a, the scene from The Wire where it's just a belt and a doorknob. And you just, <laughs> you just sit back into it. Then kick the chair out from under yeah. you and you would just hang yourself on the doorknob. Yeah. That's a short joke. Yeah. Uh, you should go watch The Wire if you don't know what I'm talking about. I've seen oh, it. Oh, good. Then quit being a jerk. You know, I, inst- I, I'm i sorry, Scott. I love you. Will you just say goodbye so we can... <laughs> can we, I'm not, I don't mean to be me. I'm taking my anger out on you. It's my depression. I'm angry. I'm short fused. Yeah, bye. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. I love you. Bye. Ditto.